Marty Agather. Welcome to this special Elevate 2020 edition of Agency Nation Radio. And today I'm joined by a very special guest, Lori Tateman from The Travelers. Lori is Vice President of Field Sales for Personal Insurance. Lori, say hello. Hey, Marty. Thanks for having me today. Really looking forward to doing this. Certainly uh, wish we were all going to be together in person at Elevate, but uh, we're doing the best we can with all the technologies and challenges we're having today. That is correct. And uh, I, I am right there with you. Uh, Elevate is one of the uh, premier events, and uh, it's great to get uh, together with people who not only um, are in our industry, but but frankly, I think that are some of the most creative and, and marketing focused uh, insurance professionals out there. And we are um, blessed to have travel, the, the relationship with travelers that we do. And uh, why don't you give me a little bit of an idea about what's going on over at Travelers? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I might just start with our field teams because, you know, we've really been thrown a little bit of a loop with not being able to go in and see our agents face to face. It's sure. uh, it's been a, a quick uh, quick learn on Zoom and Skype and obviously, you know, trying not to inundate our agents knowing that they typically have, you know, seven or eight carriers. We know we're the most important, but you know, certainly we want to still have that opportunity to get in and talk about business and you know, just make sure things are going well with them. But, you know, as I think about travelers, yeah, you know, I I spent a lot of time competing against travelers. Uh, before I actually joined the company 10 years ago. And it was certainly a company that everyone always admired and everyone, you know, strived to be more like travelers than they were themselves. And even when I go back to my agency days, working in my dad and grandfather's office, you know, it was a company everybody wanted to have. It just, uh, you know, it's been the preeminent independent agency company for both customers and for the agents, you know, and we should be, you know, we've been around 160 years uh, we've really covered all the gamuts of the property and casualty business, whether it's personal insurance, business, commercial insurance, bond and specialty. Um, you know, we've really specialized there. And, you know, fortunately, we we really uh, excel on the commercial line sides. We're typically the number one carrier in most of our agents' office. And in personal insurance, we've uh, really done well the last 10 years. We've doubled our business. And typically, we're one or two in most of our agents' offices. And, you know, the other thing I'd share with you is we're not just a a company that does business in the United States. We have a presence in Canada and the United Kingdom with very similar model. You know, our, our whole mission is to partner with independent agents to make sure that we provide that trusted advisor that consumers need as they make those insurance decisions. Today, we've got, you know, well over 13,000 relationships just in the United States with over 30,000 locations. And you know, I'd share with you our agents, right? 80% of our business, we're a $10 billion personal insurance business and 8% of that volume is written by our independent agents. So pretty proud carrier. And, you know, we truly hold ourselves out. We want to be the indispensable partner for our agents and brokers. Well, that's, that's really great. And I think that, um, you'll agree with me that, that independent agents and brokers bring a unique consultative approach to the marketplace because as broad as traveler's appetite is, as, as, as many specialized products as you develop, you can't provide all products to all people, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why we've really focused, you know, in the three areas I mentioned, you know, I think a lot of carriers have dabbled in, 
employee benefits and life insurance. We've, we've really tried to stick to the main property and casualty products and make sure that we can deliver that sweep that the customer needs, you know, especially in personal insurance. That's really what we've been focused on is making sure that we deliver, we deliver everything the customer needs and an agent can sell at that point of sale, you know, bringing that technology and just making it easy on both ends. Absolutely. And I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that, uh, as we get it into the, into the deeper portion of this, uh, talk. But what I'm really interested in right now is tell me a little bit about what you've been doing to keep yourself occupied during this, this period of time where we've sort of been, uh, travel restricted, uh, in various locations all across the country. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. I'm sure I'm probably not too different than you, Marty. It's a, you know, when you're used to being in planes, trains, automobiles, traveling all over the country, you know, whether it's traveling back to Connecticut to be with my peers or being out with our field team or in our agents offices or at conferences, it's, it's been a big adjustment for me. I can assure you that I'm fortunate to have a, an office in our house here in Denver and that certainly makes it easier, but um, you know, I'm trying to stay on Connecticut time, so that means I'm getting up bright and early, jumping on conference calls about 6 a.m. The good news is, is I'm usually done by about 4 o'clock Colorado time, and I think what I look most forward to every day, it's, it's kind of the simple things in life right now, but for me, grabbing my husband, and we actually have a five-year-old golden retriever, and we just got a puppy last weekend, so we've got a new 15-pound addition to the family, but that hour walk out in the uh, beautiful mountain sunshine and air is uh, pretty much what I'm looking forward to at the end of every day. Well, uh, you know, I I heard and and we talked briefly about this uh, earlier, but uh, I I have a uh, an ear for accents just because I of my upbringing and having um, spent time in in various and sundry locations, but. Um, are you native Coloradan? I am not. I'm a native Kansan, so one state over. Okay, uh, because I I heard a distinct Denver in your uh, in your twang there, so you may, okay. must have been in in Denver for a while. It's you know it's great. I, I'm very fortunate. To, the president of our company has a home out here in Frisco, and being the head of the sales organization, I convinced him that it made sense for me to be able to move from Connecticut back to Denver and work here. And fortunately, uh, I guess I'm a good enough salesperson. I convinced him. And, you know, quite frankly, it's worked out pretty well. It's actually easier for me to travel across the country being in Denver than Hartford. You know, direct flights are a little more abundant here. Yeah. Uh, and it, it well, uh, what used to be DIA, right? Or I guess Stapleton is now DIA is, yeah, that's, that's a, you know, I'm used to big airports, but that's like insane big. You drive 30 <laughs> minutes and you're still on airport property. That's right. It's great yeah. though. It really does make it easy for travel. No doubt. All right. So tell us, uh, tell, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, sort of, uh, you know, what, what, uh, what keeps you busy? Absolutely. Um, well, if I tell you a little bit about me, I, I guess I'm an independent agent lover through and through. My uh, grandfather actually started an agency in Kansas, in Yates Center, Kansas, and my dad took it over when he graduated from college and moved it to Topeka, Kansas. And when I graduated from college and didn't have a job, I asked my dad if I could work for him for the summer. And uh, I was a political science major, so I was studying to take the LSAT and I, I just love the insurance business so much. I, I never even sat for the LSAT. I just ended up 
literally becoming a producer day one and working in his office. And I always kind of joke with folks, if I would have planned my career, it would have never turned out as well as it did. But uh, I'm fortunate in that that's the only job I ever looked for. I, you know, quickly made great relationships. And after about six years in my dad's agency, a, a large broker asked me to come be a producer for them. And then uh, the rest is history. Some companies reached out to me. And fortunately, I've had the great opportunity to work as the leader of our sales organization for travelers over the last 10 years. But, um, you know, that's kind of personally what's been going on. Um, you know, as I think about other things that uh, give you a little more idea about me, I'm a really avid sports person. So um, I think in the old days, they used to call me a lady jock, but uh, really love golf, skiing, hiking, you know, which really makes it nice out here. And, um, had a lot of great experiences. And, you know, one thing I'm really excited about this year as, a, as an avid golfer is our Travelers Championship, which occurs every June. Looks like it may be one of the very first live sporting events we all get to watch on TV. Um, the great thing about the Travelers Championship, obviously, it's it's fun for everyone to be out there and watch the golfers, which won't happen this year because it will be uh, literally a virtual tournament only seen on TV. We won't have any folks out there. But I think the really cool thing about it is really what we do for the charities. And, you know, over the time since we sponsored it, which started in 2007, we've donated nearly $20 million to the different charities. So um, that's really what it's all about. And certainly one of the proud pillars of the Traveler's Promise is making sure we're taking care of our, our communities as well as each other and our agents and brokers. So that's that's a little bit about me. I could bore you with a whole bunch more, but um, that kind of gives you an idea, both personally and professionally, what I've got going on. Certainly. And uh, obviously, the Front Range is a beautiful section of the country. I spent uh, eight eight of my formative years uh, out that direction. So um, I'm very well aware of your blue skies and uh, all that opportunity to get out and uh, recreate. And it is fantastic. Most people, uh, you know, watch a, a Monday night football game and uh, in the in the, the the late fall and they see a snowstorm come in and yeah. you know and 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 they, and they have this image of you know Colorado Denver particular uh you know being frozen solid all winter long the the little known secret it's just between you and me is that it gets absolutely. to be 60 degrees right a couple of days later and we're back out playing golf absolutely we're we're very very fortunate so you do know the secret i i know all my uh, peers back east are always giving me trouble because they to your point they think it's like a snowstorm every day i i told them the average temperature is 48 degrees and they didn't believe me <laughs> yeah so i tell them that the ice comes off here in minnesota sometime around uh june 30th and it's back on by the 4th of july so you know, i know you're a little further north there buddy <laughs> All right, so obviously uh, things have changed quite a bit in the last 30 days uh, in in our lives uh, in general, but also um, in in insurance. And I I think it's it's a perfect opportunity for you to sort of wrap a couple of the things you've been talking about uh, with us so far about about your sort of um, the travelers. Um, Support of the independent agent, the travelers focus on customers, the, the travelers focus on, on, on giving back the community. Let's talk about some of the things that the travelers is doing, um, in direct response to uh, the pandemic. 
Absolutely. You know, I, I have to start by saying it's, it's a pretty proud time to be a, an employee at the Travelers because we really are committed. As I mentioned, the Travelers Promise is all about doing all those things you just mentioned. But, you know, I'll start with what we've done for our agents and brokers because that was really something as this COVID virus, this whole epidemic started. You know, we start hearing on TV, you know, what the government was going to do for consumers. And we start hearing about these stimulus packages. And I had a chance to sit down with a, another key partner of mine in distribution at Travelers. And, you know, we started talking and we said, you know, what? it's independent agents are consumers or they're business owners, many of them small business owners. And, you know, we think they're going to need some kind of stimulus package. So as we started talking about that, um, it really began to evolve. And literally, I think within eight days from the time we started the conversation, we had put out on the streets the opportunity to literally accelerate over $100 million in commission payments to our agents and brokers. So think of, you know, the, the contingencies that insurance companies pay their partners. We literally wanted to forward 25% of that to our different agents and brokers, you know, give them that stimulus check that consumers were getting to help them in their businesses. So that was really kind of how we started everything. And then that, that's, that's really incredible. Can I drill down on that for just a second? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, obviously contingencies based on prof agency profitability, right? And it's very difficult uh in advance of the fact of, to figure out what the loss ratios are going to be. So, so what, what are you guys doing to, to sort of mitigate the, the potential that, you know, you're going to pay the Agatha agency 25% of my average contingencies or something, but then my loss ratio goes through the roof between here and the end of the year? Yeah, no, I think that's a really fair question. I mean, obviously we, we looked at eligible agents that had typically over the last few years actually gotten a contingency payment from us. So okay. that was really our, our pool of eligible agents. So for us, you have to write 200,000 in premium to be eligible and then all the way up to our, you know, multi million up to billion dollar agency. So everyone, everyone was on the table that had qualified in the past and we stepped back and said, you know, let, let's just look at this for a couple of years because it's pretty seldom we don't have uh, an agency make a contingency two years in a row. So we really looked at a, a time period of over two years, and we felt pretty confident within that time period that everyone would qualify for the contingency. So it just made a lot of sense. And uh, we've gone down the loan, you know, where you actually give out agency loans in the past, and that just that didn't sure. feel like the right thing to do. It's you know, it's never a good company agent experience because things don't go as planned, and then you're you know you're taking money out of their commissions to get paid back. So we just like the idea of accelerating what we believe the agents would be making over the next couple of years anyway. No, absolutely awesome. What other what other things uh, have you guys been doing? So I think you've probably heard from a, you know, a consumer from our customer aspect, a couple big things that we really did. The first was our billing relief program. So for all of our customers in both the United States and Canada, it looks a little different by country, but, but to give you some idea here in the United States, we, you know, we temporarily suspended cancellations. You know, that's the last thing somebody needs right now, as well as non-renewals for any non-payment. Uh, we're not charging any interest or late fees on any non-payment penalties. Uh, we initially set this up for the months of April and May, and then we just recently announced that uh, we were extending that through June. So um, obviously when we started this, we had no idea how long the, you know, 
this would impact our customers and, you know, we continue to explore what needs there may be in the future, but that's really what we're doing from a billing relief standpoint in personal insurance. We're doing some things as well in commercial lines, more around uh, premium credits and commercial auto and looking at some of the work comp uh, payrolls and, you know, looking differently at how we, you know, can temporarily suspend some of those as, uh, as their employees are furloughed. Um, the second big thing we've done from a personal insurance standpoint for the customers is what we call our stay-at-home credit. So we're providing a 15% credit on their April and May premiums. Um, again, just, you know, trying to find any kind of relief that we can for customers. They're, you know, they're obviously driving less. We're seeing that in our numbers, both in our telematics and, and other sources that we have. But, you know, quite frankly, we're seeing our auto claims down uh, during this time period with people not out on the road. So it, it seemed like Absolutely the right thing to do. Um, you know, a lot of times we think about uh, just reducing mileage and, you know, most companies, I think almost all companies rate mileage on an annual basis. And when you do that, a couple months of waving that isn't a whole lot of premium. So that's really why we went down the, the road of actually giving everyone the, the stay at home credit for a couple of months. And, you know, we continue to look at that again, like we did with the, the billing relief, but um, certainly we, we think it's the right thing to do at this time. You know, everyone needs an extra dollar or two in their wallet right now. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sure it's got your, um, your, your, uh, agency outreach folks, right? The, the marketing teams that, that, that you lead. I'm sure they're, they're busy, uh, informing, uh, their various agencies of these two benefits so that they can get the message out in conversations with your joint customers. Absolutely. I mean, you know, certainly from the, the advancing the agency uh, supplemental comp premium or commissions, you know, that was that was something we were first out there in the marketplace. Quite frankly, we've uh, we haven't seen a lot of folks follow us. A couple have done something, you know, nothing to the magnitude of we've done well, that we've done for the agents. But, you know, on the customer side, um, you know, agents were getting a ton of phone calls for customers. You know, there's a couple carriers that announced it pretty quickly. And that really did generate a lot of phone calls wondering if any of the companies they represented were going to be doing this. So um, we certainly wanted to be one of the first to get out there and announce this credit as well, just so that our agents could say, you know, hey, you're with Travelers. We got you covered. They recognize this opportunity as well, and they're going to take care of you with this uh, stay-at-home credit as well. So I think it really relieved them that we were a real fast follow and got that out there so that their customers would feel that same kind of support. Yeah, the, the the thing that that I think is is powerful and I hadn't heard about was the was the fact that you guys are are suspending cancellation uh, and non renewal for non payment of premiums because we know that you know uh, as sort of as incomes have been uh, impacted it it's tough juggling the bills and so this is an opportunity that uh, that that gives people just a little bit more breathing room. Absolutely. Yeah. It just, you know, it's, it's the right thing to do during this very unique time period. All right. So you, you've hit on, you've hit on the agent side and the, and uh, the customer side. What about um, what you're doing from a uh, internal perspective and also uh, out in, uh, you know, the greater world. So sort of uh, those, those uh, beneficial um, capabilities for, uh, the greater, the greater good. Absolutely. 
Yeah, as you think about, you know, how and what we need to do to care for our communities, one of the things we announced very early is that we were committing $5 million to COVID-19 relief efforts. So that was a big announcement with three and a half million of that going to charities that were providing, you know, very, very essential services to address all the urgent needs that the consumers were up against. Um, one of the things I'm probably most proud of, well, actually a couple things, but um, we, ha- we have a lot of, you know, eligible third-party contract employees. So think of the folks that work in our, our cafeteria, our dining areas when we're all there. Um, you know, we, we set aside a million dollars to cover their wages and health benefits. So, these, you know, these are not travelers employees. They're third-party contracted employees. So we wanted to make sure that they had jobs when this was all over and they had a place to come back and work. So that was really something neat to see us do. Um, you know, otherwise they would have been laid off or furloughed. And what's been neat about that is we've been able to literally keep them working as they've helped prepare hot meals that we've been able to donate throughout the Hartford areas just to, you know, for those in need. You know, you see the long lines of people waiting for food, but um, it's really helped the nonprofits in the in the Hartford area. So that that's been really neat. Um, You know, I could go on and on with all the volunteering and employee donations. But the, the last thing that we did that was part of that five million was. Uh, we, we set aside up to 500,000 for employees that wanted to do any kind of donation that we would match two for one. So uh, lots of great things going on in the communities as well as, you know, our, our agents and customers. And, you know, with our employees, we were uh, able to test all the business continuity plans. And very quickly, we were able to get technology enabled for everyone to be working from home. Just, you know, just like all of us here today are it. uh it was pretty surprising how quickly we were able to do that uh, with technology. And I got to throw one more plug in for what we did for our agents around technology. We actually uh, had a deal with Dell, a vendor that we work very closely with, for our agents to actually purchase at reduced rates uh, technology, be it laptops for some of their folks to have at home and continue to conduct business on behalf of the agency, as well as some simple things like monitors and keyboards and you know, mouse just to to help them maneuver in a new environment. So that was very, very well received by our agents. And, you know, we continue to get a lot of great feedback around that as well as our acceleration of the payments. So I don't want to I don't want to put you on the spot here, but uh, that uh, I guess begs the question, is that program still open? And if if a traveler's uh, agency wanted to make uh avail themselves of that opportunity uh it tell tell our listeners how they could do that if if indeed it's still open i don't know that it is okay so uh, we did a pretty good job publicizing it maybe too good because uh we actually sold out of the initial offering within three days and finally it closed down on we had to go back to dell and get another supply but we did officially close it down uh the last of april so um, all behind us now, you know, it, and it, quite honestly, it was tough because, you know, we as a company were looking for computers as well as everyone else out there. And uh, Dell generously set aside uh, a pretty significant amount of inventory for us to use for our agents. And um, it went quick, but it, uh, it was certainly needed, as you, as you would assume by, yeah. uh, you know, the small business owner doesn't typically have the same kind of business continuity plans a corporation does. And when they found themselves sending employees home to work, they realized they didn't have the technology capabilities to make that all come to fruition. 
Yeah, it's it is it is tough. Uh, you know, we we take for granted the fact that we've got our physical workspaces and and what we have learned, and not only workspaces, school spaces, uh, recreation spaces, all of those things have been dramatically impacted. And you're right, um, it's you know we we get spoiled in the corporate environment because we're used to you know all of those. Um, those creature comforts like multiple screens and as you say m- mice and and remote keyboards wireless stuff um fancy microphones right so uh <laughs> yeah so um but but you are hitting on on a on a topic that's near and dear to my heart and sort of my history for the people that have uh known me for a while i've i've sort of always been uh one eye on on where we are today but certainly a good focus on on uh, where we're headed in the future and sort of what those challenges we're going to face are and what are the opportunities. And as we prepared for this uh, call, you and I had a chance to discuss a little bit about um, a traveler's initiative uh, that's called Future Ready. And it's specifically focused on helping independent agents. And I was hoping you might uh, might uh, detail a little bit of this and, and, and expand on that for our listeners. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't think anything has made the the need for an agent to be future ready with a strong digital presence more than this uh, whole coronavirus. It's it's really brought to the tops of agents' minds what we've really tried to consult them on over the last few years. And um, certainly it's uh, it's on everybody's mind right now. But as you actually think about being future ready, we've put together a survey for our agents where they can go in and answer, uh, I think it's about 30 questions. And by the time they're done answering those questions, each time they answer it, we give them an idea on what they could do better to be even more future ready. So think of an agency that's literally doing nothing. They could walk away with, you know, several pages of ideas to help them be future ready. But we also think that even some of our, our very best agents, be it a digital agent or an agent that's, you know, really doing well in a niche market, um, you know, not feeling the consequences of the times we're in right now as severely as others. Even with those types of agencies, we think we have some pretty good tips to help prepare them. So it, it's truly a, a survey that I think any agency can learn from. And, you know, without a doubt, I think the learnings of this is that we really have to have uh, capabilities instilled within the agent's office that allow them to be 24 by 7. You know, most carriers have uh, customer call centers that their customers can call into. Uh, we think that's important whether the agency has a capability or they leverage their carriers. You know, consumers want to do business 24 by 7. And then, as I mentioned, you know, all the, the strong digital tools that I'd, I'd be more than happy to, to go into one by one. But, um, I guess the, the good news is, is that we've been out there with the tools and been consulting. And uh, the the bad news is, is this virus really put it front and center of everyone. But the good news is, is that we're here to help right now and really feel like we can help any agent that wants to play in the, the digital world moving forward. We think we can help them be successful. You know, I'd love to take a couple of minutes to talk about the 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 digital tools that you're that you're bringing to to the market because often um we we touched on this just 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 previously but often small businesses don't have 
the resource capabilities uh, that a large corporation does, right? And 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 very often, uh, small businesses are focused on the on the day to day client services aspect and, and obviously sales uh, that that uh, that an insurance agency entails. So um, any support that a, that a, that an agent could get from a carrier in the terms of tools to help them uh, meet their customer where they are would be greatly appreciated. So why don't you just tell us about a couple of the tools that, that you're providing and how an agent could leverage those to, to improve their operations? Absolutely, Marty. You know, I, I think uh, the biggest challenge in front of us is consumer expectations. I know we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but the insurance industry has lagged in being prepared to, you know, meet and serve and give the customers what they want. And that's really what we've been focused on. But the thing I'm probably most excited about and is we really do have an industry leading research with our uh, Toolkit Plus platform that really allows an agent to get started with digital. You know, it, there's self-paced training. We can bring our sales executive in to help them. You know, an, another tool is our digital branding that really helps optimize customer relationships. It teaches them about social media posts, emails, videos. We all know how much customers love, uh, you know, the consumer today uh, really love to sit through and watch videos. So uh, the cool thing about all of this is we can either come in and help you get started. You can do it on your own. We can do it all for you. But the best thing about it is it's all free. And it really puts together some fabulous marketing campaigns that we know that consumers react to out there. So that that's one of the, the big ones that we're probably most proud of. And I'll, I'll share a little stat with you during uh, during this COVID time, we've actually seen agents increase almost 50% their usage of this toolkit uh, plus program that we have out there. So definitely the agents have responded as, uh, as we brought that to the forefront. Um, the that, second tool. That, I'm yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Um, okay. the, the second tool I was going to share with you is this one actually came out of a request from our agents. It's called our digital quote proposal and we were hearing from agents that they, they weren't enamored with the quote proposal that we gave them through our system. So we actually worked with a group of agents in two states and developed this digital quote proposal that we now have out in five states that literally they can quote and then text, email to the customer. They can reply. They can ask for additional coverages. It comes back to the agent. Um, that, again, was an incredible tool during this time period where not everyone had, you know, the technology they were used to having at home, but with the digital quote proposal, you could send it to the customer via text. They could text you back and boom, an agent could close a sale right then without having, you know, the typical agency technology that you think about. So let me, let me see if I can translate that. And, and it may not be as dire as, as the situation I'm making, but, uh, the previous generation of your your internal quoting tools, agency-facing quoting tools, uh, I, as the agent, went in, I built the proposal, or I, I, I built the quote, a, a, entered my, you know, homeowner's limits, et cetera, et cetera, pushed the button, got got underwritten, it spit out a quote to me. Um, and while it may not have been 100% agent-focused, it probably was not the the most persuasive uh product to deliver to a consumer. So you worked with uh, an agency task force to identify how to, to, to better 
um, formulate that proposal so that now rather than me having to reformat that into a consumer, you know, what I believe is a consumer acceptable package, I can literally pretty much push a button and your systems will deliver it to my consumer? Exactly. Yeah. And I think the coolest thing about it is, you know, the one thing that's so great about independent agents is they they don't just sell an auto policy. They just don't sell a home policy. They sell they sell multiple policies, which, as we all know, helps them with retention and absolutely keeps that customer for a lot longer period of time. The great thing about this is the way you send out this quote proposal. Maybe they did just ask for an auto quote. Maybe they did ask for the home quote. You send them both. But it also gives a consumer a quick little mobile way to look at additional coverages. So think about anyone buying an auto and home, we all know they need an umbrella too. You know, right. you don't always think about that at the point of sale. You don't always think about a personal article floater. You don't think about their boat. So it puts all of that in front of the consumer with a quote. And literally what we're seeing in the comment sections that come back from the consumer is that, hey, this auto quote looks really good, but, you know, I, I'd also like to talk to you about boats. So it's been a kind of a, you know, an internal referral system for our agents as well. We, we've got this product down in five states. And, um, you know, again, we're, we're learning a lot with our agents. We're kind of building it and making it a little bit better as we continue to roll it out state by state. But, um, again, I'll share another COVID uh, uh, fact with you. During this time period in the states that were most impacted, we saw the usage go up, you know, anywhere from 18 to 30 percent. So, again, um, I think our independent agents really appreciated the opportunity to have a, a tool like this to, to use in a very difficult time. Yeah, uh, that is so true. And and the stats that you're sharing about increased uptake, I think, um, are indicative of the agents, again, in nor you know our normal lives we are so harried and so busy trying to get things done that often sort of the planning the work component goes away right what if there if there's any hidden benefit perhaps in in what we're experiencing it's the fact that everybody's had to take a step back and sort of been given some some opportunity to slow down a little bit and get out of the frenetic, just do the next thing now and spend a little time about thinking about how to, to improve and work smarter. And, and I think your stats are showing that, uh, showing that clearly. Yeah. I, you know, we fully expect just like us, just like the carriers, you know, we're going to come out of this different from COVID than we went into it. And I truly believe that agents will as well. You know, I shared with you a lot about our toolkit plus, platform, which, you know, we know the agents really see as a great investment to help them with all these relevant digital tools. But you know, just to give you an example of things that we certainly expect to continue the, that upward trajectory is our IntelliDrive, which is our auto telematics product. You know, we, we yep. truly believe that's a product of the future. And yeah, I think a couple of years ago, agents were a little hesitant to sell the product, but now the facts speak for themselves. And just in our independent agency channel at Travelers, we saw agents increase the sale of that by about 10%. So we're now seeing more and more customers actually want the telematic solution. And in fact, I think we're seeing about two out of three customers today are actually seeing a discount. So 
They're getting a better premium, more competitive, which is important right now. They need to pay less money for car insurance, so it's delivering that. And we truly believe it's, you know, it is the future of automobile insurance. The, the second one I'd share with you is My Travelers, which is our mobile app. That allows customers to literally do all the self-service they want. And I can tell you I'm probably the biggest user if you went back and looked at all the stats at Travelers because, you know, I guess in the old days when I was traveling all the time, I can't tell you how many Travelers, auto and homeowners and floaters and umbrella premiums I paid sitting in the airport. And quite honestly, I've even changed a car uh, while I'm sitting in an airport as we, we purchased a new car. I took one off, added one on, and, you know, here I am, probably the biggest promoter of the independent agency channel, and I'm sitting in the airport doing my own self-service because it's, you know, it's just easy. I love my agent. You know, it's, it's a great agency, and I talk to them all the time. But, you know, some of these things are pretty easy for customers to do, and we have the time to do it now, and people are doing it. So that's, uh, again, we've seen usage increase to an all-time high for us there. And, uh, again, I think agents may have fought that a little bit at the first, but now they see that, you know, as a trusted advisor, they've got to be out there selling insurance, bringing in new customers, you know, more relevant, you know, relevant now than ever. And, you know, the more we can help serve the customers and maintain that uh, retention for the agency, the better off we both end up being. I I can't agree with you more. Um, you know, one of the things I think that that our do it, do it, and get it done culture has spawned is this, you know, I'm thinking about it now. The last thing I want to do is leave a message and hope that somebody's going to get back to me. Even if it's 15 minutes from now, I've probably gone on to something else entirely, right? And my brain is no longer focused on whatever it was I was doing 15 minutes ago. So the ability to give somebody the, the the power and the capability to make those changes on if they want to do it at 10:30 at night when when the 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 day is decompressing um they're settled back they've got a minute the agency doesn't have to be open the agency doesn't have to have a a service uh, a service person you know on call waiting to waiting to take that order it can exactly. get done by the consumer themselves. So, yeah, that's fantastic. And the best thing is that we still pay the agent's commission, even if we do that for them. So that's, uh, you know, if we add a car, if a customer adds a car, the agent still gets a commission. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're getting to the end of our time. And so I want to uh, wrap this up by, by asking you um, sort of where you see this industry, this great industry that we're part of going. And, and we know that there are, that there are challenges that we face right now, but, but more so there are, there are ongoing challenges for our industry, uh, in the future. But we've also got some, some huge opportunities. And I'd, I'd love to sort of get the traveler's take. Maybe it's less, uh, than the traveler's take. Maybe it's Lori's personal take, but, um, tell me sort of what, the high points are on those two, those two areas. Absolutely. Um, challenges and opportunities. So, um, we're a pretty fact-based company. I'm a fact-based person. So maybe I'll start off with some facts about what we're seeing within the independent agency channel, since that's the, the passion that you and I sure. share today. Um, you know, within the channel, we've certainly seen market share decline in the personal auto business. 
you know, I think 30 some years ago when I, I started this trek, I think IAs had about 34% of the auto and high 40s in property. Um, today, independent agents have just over 30% of the personal auto market share. The captives actually, excuse me, not the captives, the direct to consumer carriers, they actually passed the independent agents in market share in automobile in 2018. So that, that's, that's disappointing to see, but um, you know, you think of some of those direct to consumer companies, they, they spend a lot of money on advertising and trying to sell you the cheapest price out there, you know, much different than an independent agent that's really going to try to advise you. But it, it has hurt our market share in auto. Um, the good news is it's stabilized over the last few years. So it's been, you know, just a little over 30 percent the last three years. So that's that's a good sign, um, especially for us as an independent agency carrier. You know, we want to make sure that our independent agents stay in the auto business. The good news is that on the homeowner side, independent agents have actually picked up market share. Now, both of these um, are at the, the demise of the captive agents. You know, all of the direct-to-consumer share, you know, a little bit from IAs, but, you know, the vast majority of it's been stealing share from the captive companies. Um, on the property side, as I alluded to, again, a, a fairly similar story. The, the directs, they, they haven't seen the same momentum in property as they've seen in auto, um, albeit they still – have seen shares increase to about close to 19% of the market. Um, independent agents, we, we show it around 43%. And because of the resiliency of this, this independent agency channel, we've seen a lot of our agents actually switch to leaving with the home sale and then trying to get the auto just because uh, they've been more successful in, in that area. Um, in fairness, the IA share is probably closer to about 41% because there's uh, several independent agency carriers that write some of the direct-to-consumer homeowners business on their paper. But all in all, I think uh, we have a lot of optimism. You know, we we really believe that we are the, the dominant carrier in the independent agency channel on the property side. And so this, you know, really uh, helps us with all of our strategies moving forward. Um, with the auto concerns, you know, and, and it looks really different parts of the country. So you, you, you look at a state like New York and you go downstate into the five boroughs and literally the independent agents were out of business there. Uh, 60 plus percent of all the personal auto was written by the direct-to-consumer companies, 80 percent of the new business. So we actually developed a new product to give the independent agents something in New York to compete with all the direct carriers. And um, you know, a few months into it, but really, really excited about the results. And then COVID came. So uh, who knows how we'll come out of that. But, um, you know, we keep battling the good battles and doing everything we can to keep independent agents in the game. And we know if we can have an auto product that helps them insulate themselves from the competition by having a home and the additional products that uh, they'll win and we'll win. And when we both win, it's a really good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think your observations on maybe, maybe the shift that's underway and perhaps something that we, that our listeners, you know, if they haven't moved that direction might want, want to think about is this, this whole concept of lead with the home, right? Um, as, you know, as much as, as much as we hate to, hate to, hate to admit it, for a lot of people, auto has become commodity. But when yeah. you think about, but when you think about somebody's home for 
many, many, uh, you know, probably 80% of all homeowners, it's the largest single asset that they own. And when you're, when, when you've got something that means that much to you, your, your personal, uh, your personal self-worth, the, the, the safety of your family, that's not something that you're necessarily, you know, looking to outsource to the, to the least cost provider, right? You're looking for somebody that can be uh, a resource, uh, a trusted professional, somebody who can offer you guidance in a very complicated and potentially life and financial threatening position if it's not done well. And that's what we know that independent agents are the best at. Absolutely. And I, I think that's, as I look at the biggest opportunity for our independent agency partners, I, I truly think it is, to your point, um, people that have homes have risk that they can't afford to take on themselves. And we truly believe that independent agents, especially in the mass affluent and high net worth areas, you're always going to need a trusted advisor to help you, to your point, Marty, ensure the biggest financial exposure that you have as a customer. You couple that with, you know, as you said, leading with the home and then couple that with all the digital tools that we have out there. Those tools truly allow an independent agent to compete against any direct writer out there, any 1-800 number, any you know, dot, dot, dot com. We truly believe that those two things are probably the most powerful opportunities we have today. And that's where we're focused on making sure our, our agents can compete. And that's uh, that's really our strategy moving forward. You know, as I said, we're successful when our agents are successful. So we're investing in the things that we know consumers want and need to ensure that they have everything they need from a insurance standpoint and helping our agents be able to compete you know, toe to toe with the director riders uh, is really what we're we're focusing on right now. That is uh, fantastic. Thank you for being such a resource uh, to the independent channel. Um, the the fact that you guys stepped it up so quickly uh, for for these COVID uh, responses, not only to to the consumers, but also in communities. And most importantly, to, to allowing, uh, the agency channel to, to sort of weather this storm is fantastic. Lori, I want to thank you so much for spending time with me today. Um, why don't you give a couple of last words to our audience? Well, thanks so much, Marty. It's certainly been my pleasure to be here today. Um, certainly wish we were seeing everybody in person at some of the upcoming conferences, but, uh, it's not going to happen, but, uh, we're very much excited about the, the future. Um, I truly believe that independent agents are probably the most resilient distribution channel that there is. Um, I remember when I started in the business 30 years ago and Conning came out with a report and talked about the demise of the independent agent. Well, here we are today. Uh, the great thing about agents is they uh, they may not be the quickest to change, but they do change because they're great small business owners, large business owners, and they are always going to make the investments to ensure, just like we do, that their employees have jobs, that their businesses are successful. And we just want to be that trusted partner, that indispensable partner to help them maneuver along the way. And uh, we believe we're all going to survive this and look forward to thriving together in the future. So thanks for your time today. This is a lot of fun. You are very, very welcome. Uh, Lori, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how would they do that? My email address is L. 
T-O-E-D-M-A-N, at Travelers.com. Excellent. Lori, thank you so much for your time today. And for our audience, we are really looking forward to seeing you virtually uh, at the Elevate Conference. Uh, please attend. We'll have all of our conference sponsors will be there in virtual uh, form, and you can reach out and get more information from the carriers you know, know and trust uh, from folks at Agency Nation, TrustedChoice.com, and Trusted Choice, uh, the, the, the big eye, and all of those who support independent agents around the country. Thank you so much for being with us today, and make it a great day.